0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: Well, good morning to you in the middle of the week. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, September 28, 2022. Wednesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary, and today is the optional memorial of St. Wenceslaus, yes, that St. Wenceslaus. The good king who looked out on the feast of Stephen when the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even. He was born in 907 near Prague, the son of Duke Radislaw, Taught Christianity by his grandmother, St. Ludmilla. Now, the Magyars, an anti Christian faction, murdered the Duke and St. Ludmilla and took over the government. Wenceslaus was declared the new ruler after a coup in 922, but Boleslaus, his brother, was no longer successor to the throne when Wenceslaus had a son. So, Boleslaus joined a group of noble Czech dissenters. They invited Wenceslaus to a religious festival. And trapped and killed him on the way to Mass. St. Wenceslaus is the patron saint of Bohemia. He died in 935. St. Wenceslaus, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the death penalty, which attacks the dignity of the human person, may be legally abolished in every country. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 minutes with Jesus,
2: my Lord and my God. I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel of today's Mass. We see that Jesus and his disciples are traveling. And Jesus encounters someone and says, Follow me. And the man replied, Let me go and bury my father first. But Jesus answered, Leave the dead to bury the dead. Your duty is to go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. And then Jesus encounters another person. And this person said, I will follow you. But first, let me go and say goodbye to my people at home. Jesus said to him, once the hand is laid on the plow, no one who looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Jesus, we see that when you say something, you mean it. It's for us to listen, to take it seriously, and to obey. He says to that man, follow me. And he says, I will, but let me go do this other thing first. And that other thing is a good thing. But Jesus wants to emphasize that when I ask you to do something, I want you to do it, and I want you to do it now. And with all the love in his heart, right? Because he wants what's good for us. Because he wants our holiness. He wants our happiness. And Jesus, many times, you may ask me to do something, and I say, yeah, but, or I will a little bit later. And in doing that, we are hurting ourselves. We're shooting ourselves in the foot, as they say. He is the Word made flesh. God made man. When you speak, Lord, I listen. And I want to try to obey right away. Not to say, I will follow you, but let me go do this other thing first. We can be very quick to come up with excuses for not doing something that we know Jesus wants us to do. Excuses like, well, let me do this other thing first, but also excuses like, who am I? What can I do with all of the world's problems? I'm just one person. Or what difference can I make? We can deceive ourselves by many different types of excuses. In one of the great works of literature, at least according to some, David Copperfield by Charles Dickens, there's a character whose name is Mrs. Gummidge. And Mrs. Gummidge is a widow... And for about half of the book, she is continually reminding everybody that she's a widow and how she suffers and how much she misses her husband and how little she's capable of doing. And with that attitude, it's true. She, is, she doesn't do very much. Now, she does have a wonderful conversion and she wakes up in a moment of crisis when everybody is suffering and hurting. She really steps up and serves, and is not thinking of herself, rather, of others. But before that conversion, she's she's basically playing the woe is me card over and over again. In fact, one of the phrases that she uses pretty frequently is, I am a lone lorn creature. I'm all alone. No one really cares about me. What can I do? And that can creep into our own life. It can then creep into our prayer life. It can, it can creep into our professional life, family life, friends. It can creep into anything. We know that the devil would love for that idea to creep in. Jesus, we also know that you do not want that idea to creep in. You don't want any excuses to creep in that could keep me from you, that can keep me from doing what you ask. And so in reflecting on the gospel message of today, and maybe with a little help from Mrs. Gummidge, we can examine ourselves. Am I quick to give myself a pass from doing what Jesus wants? Maybe it's Sunday Mass, where I'm tired, or there's a lot going on, or planning summer vacation and just too much to plan, and I don't know if, I, if we can really get to Mass, but we know it's clearly God's will that we do so. Or when Jesus asks us to love our neighbor as ourselves, well, we can sometimes give ourselves a pass. Well, so-and-so, what they did was so bad, it's okay for me to talk about it. It's okay for me to gossip. It's okay for me to, to speak negatively about them in a disparaging way, not trying to help them, not trying to be constructive, but simply complaining. We can find many excuses for ourselves in those situations. Or similarly, when it comes to judging others harshly, Jesus, you warn us very clearly about judging others. The way in which we judge, that will be applied to us. Well, that's a, those are words that we can really strive to take seriously from Jesus. Jesus, I want to take those words seriously. I want to have more compassion in my heart. Help me. And there's a very important practice in our prayer life, which is the daily examination of conscience. It's a wonderful daily practice. And one of the questions we could ask ourselves is, did I take Jesus seriously today? Did I take today's gospel message, for example, seriously today? Did I read it? That can be a great thing to do, even if I don't go to Mass on a daily basis. To read the gospel from the Mass of the day, or just to read the gospel every day. And do I take what he says seriously? Do I apply it to my life? Or was there something that I knew was his will today and I deceived and tricked myself into not doing it, into putting it off? But on the flip side, especially if we're struggling and we are carrying out an examination of conscience, we do have a prayer life, there will be moments in which we see that we did say yes, where our Lord did ask us to follow him and we said, yeah, I will. I will. I will live charity with this person that, that annoys me or that I don't seem to understand very well, or he or she doesn't seem to understand me. I will carry out this task that my mother or or one's spouse or whoever asked me to do, even though I don't like it. And when we have these victories, let's give thanks. Jesus, thank you. We did it. Help me more. But Jesus, I want to take you seriously. I want to take you seriously. And I take you seriously by reading what you say, By reading the Gospels, by holding on to your words, reflecting on them, and then trying to live them out, and then the examination of conscience, just for a few minutes, maybe at the end of the day, which is very helpful for a lot of people, but for some people it's hard to do it at the the end of the day. Maybe you can do it in the morning, or in the middle of the day, and you just examine yourself in the last 24 hours, whenever it is, examination of conscience, and to see Where was I soft in myself? Where did I give myself a pass? And let's spot it. Let's nail it down and say, Jesus, I'm sorry for that particular moment. I'm sorry and give me your grace. I need your help. And we ask our mother Mary to help us too. Mary, help us take the words of your son seriously. That when he asks something of us, whether it's in the commandments, whether it's in something that he clearly says in the gospels, whether it's Some aspect, some duty in my life that I know he wants me to carry out, help me take him seriously and help me say yes, and not say tomorrow or later. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph,
1: my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Wednesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sodick. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your, your praise. praise.
3: Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry, Cry out with, with joy to the Lord. The Lord.
4: Serve the Lord with gladness.
5: Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: Cry out
5: with joy to the
4: Lord, all the earth.
3: Cry out with
4: joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the
5: Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy
4: to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
3: Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry Cry
4: out out with joy joy to the Lord, Lord, of the earth.
5: Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry Cry out with with joy joy to the Lord, Lord, of the earth, serve the
4: Lord with gladness.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, of oh the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
6: Be
7: we groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We, we groan, groan in, in pain, pain as, as we, we await, await the, the redemption, redemption of, of our, our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips. When the wicked man stands before me, I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was
6: was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen.
8: We grow in pain as we await
6: the the redemption redemption of our our
8: bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain.
7: Hear and answer my my prayer, O Lord. Let me me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man’s sin and correct him. Like the moth you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away, that I may breathe again, before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in
6: the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever, Amen.
9: Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father. Not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble.
6: Hear and answer my my prayer, prayer,
7: O Lord. Lord, Let Let me me not not weep weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is
10: good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
9: Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I I have put put all my
6: trust in in God's God's never-failing mercy.
8: I put my trust in the word of the Lord.
9: All my hope is in
8: Him. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. My dearly beloved, obedient as always to my urging. Work with anxious concern to achieve your salvation, not only when I happen to be with you, but all the more now that I am absent. It is God who, in his goodwill toward you, begets in you any measure of desire or achievement. In everything you do, act without grumbling or arguing. Prove yourselves innocent and straightforward, children of God beyond reproach in the midst of a twisted and depraved generation, among whom you shine like the stars in the sky while holding fast to the word of life. As I look to the day of Christ, you give me cause to boast that I did not run the race in vain or work to no purpose even if my life is to be poured out as a libation over the sacrificial service of your faith, I am glad of it and rejoice with all of you. May you be glad on the same score and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you very soon that I may derive courage from learning how things go with you. I have no one quite like him, for genuine interest in whatever concerns you. Everyone is busy seeking his own interests rather than those of Christ Jesus. You know from experience what Timothy's qualities are, how he was like a son at his father's side serving the gospel along with me. I hope to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. In fact, I am confident in the Lord that I myself will be coming soon. I have decided, too, that I must send you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker, and comrade-in-arms whom you sent to take care of my needs. He has been longing for all of you and was distressed that you heard about his illness. He was, in fact, sick to the point of death. But God took pity on him, not just on him, I should say, but on me, too, as to spare me one sorrow after another. I have been especially eager to send him so that you may renew your joy on seeing him and my own anxieties may be lessened. Welcome him joyously in the Lord and hold men like him in esteem, for he came near to death for the sake of Christ's work. He risked life in an effort to render me those services you could not render. The Word of the Lord Strive all the more to confirm God's choice and calling of
9: you. Then you will generously be granted entrance into the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
8: Live as children of light and take no part in the empty works of
9: darkness. Then you will generously be granted entrance into
0: the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A reading from a letter to the Philippians by St. Polycarp, bishop and martyr. I ask you all to respond to the call of righteousness and to practice boundless patience. Your own eyes have seen it not only in blessed Ignatius, Zosimus, and Rufus, but in others from among you as well, to say nothing of Paul and the other apostles. Be assured that all these men did not run their race in vain, No, they ran it in faith and in righteousness and are now with the Lord in the place that they have earned, even as they were once with him in suffering. Their love was not for this present world. Rather, it was for him who died for our sakes and, on account of us, was raised up again by God. Be steadfast, then, and follow the Lord's example, strong and unshaken in faith, loving the community as you love one another, united in the truth. Show the Lord's own gentleness in your dealings with one another, and look down on no one. If you can do good, do not put it off, because almsgiving frees one from death. Be subject to one another, and make sure that your behavior among the pagans is beyond reproach. Thus you will be praised for the good you have done, and the Lord will not be blasphemed because of you. But woe to that man on whose account the Lord's name is blasphemed! Therefore... Teach everyone to live soberly, just as you live yourselves. I am greatly saddened on account of Valens, who at one time was presbyter among you. He does not understand the position to which he was called. So I urge all of you to be chaste and honest, to avoid avarice and to refrain from every form of evil. If a man cannot control himself in these ways, how can he teach someone else to do so? If he does not avoid greed... He will be defiled by idolatrous practices, and will be reckoned as one of the pagans who know nothing of the Lord's judgment, or as Paul teaches, do we not know that the holy ones will judge the world? However, I have never seen or heard of anything of that sort among you, for whom blessed Paul labored, and whom he commends at the beginning of his letter. For he boasted about you in all the churches which at that time were the only ones that had come to know God. We ourselves had not yet come to that knowledge. Brothers, I am deeply sorry for Valens, and for his wife. May the Lord grant them true repentance. As for yourselves, be self-controlled in this respect. Do not look on such people as enemies, but invite them back as frail members who have gone astray so that the entire body of which you are a part will be saved. In doing this, you are contributing to your own spiritual development.
8: In fear and trembling, work out your salvation.
9: It It is God God who is is working working in in you, so that that you both both will and do according to to his His own good good purpose.
8: The Lord says, Without me you can do nothing. It It is God who is is working in in you, so, so that, that you, you both will and do
9: according, according to, to his, his own good purpose. Father, you show your almighty power in your mercy and forgiveness. Continue to fill us with your gifts of love. Help us to hurry toward the eternal life you promise and come to share in the joys of your kingdom. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever.
4: Amen. Amen.
1: 24 minutes before the hour today's gospel is coming right up along with in conversation with god in morning prayer on daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app welcome back to daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app for wednesday september 28 2022 I'm Paul Sadiq. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us that you have to be ready to go out and preach the Gospel right now. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As they were going along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go.
9: Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head.
1: To another he said,
9: Follow me, Lord. Let me first go and bury my father. Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God.
1: Another said,
9: I will follow you, Lord. But let me first say farewell to those at my home. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God.
1: This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. There's nothing really wrong with having stuff, as long as it's a means and not an end. And on the other hand, there is nothing particularly virtuous about having no material goods. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5 Ordinary Time. Let us continue our contemplation of the Christ who had nowhere to lay his head. If we are going to follow Christ, we have to imitate his life. We need to use material means to fulfill our vocation on Earth, but we cannot allow these means to cheapen or slacken our dedication. Authentic Christian poverty is incompatible with ambition for superfluous goods, as distinct from things that are really necessary. If someone who is dedicated to serving God were to become consumed with such worries, this would be a sign of lukewarmness in his interior life. The soul, in this case, is vainly trying to serve two masters. If we readily accept the privation and discomfort that poverty entails, we will become more united to Jesus Christ. One clear aspect of Christian poverty has to do with the proper use of money. Some things are altogether disproportionately expensive. How can a Christian aspire to such extravagance when there are so many people living in abject penury? These are the objects, the creature comforts, the caprices which have no place in the life of a follower of the master. Going without these attractions may lead us to run counter to contemporary fashion in our environment. Our example of living Christian poverty may help many others to forego and reject the values of practical materialism. What could be more opposed to the spirit of Christian mortification than spending sprees motivated by capriciousness? We have to be honest with ourselves when it comes, for example, to our use of corporate expense accounts and similar perquisites and privileges. The heart can very easily become attached to the things of this earth. The heart can become quite incapable of understanding or seeking supernatural goods. There is a great deal more to reality than what delights the senses. No matter whether we are rich or poor, we need to be poor in spirit for love of Christ. We use material goods in many different ways, but we should always make use of them with the same interior approach. I copy these words for you because they can bring peace to your mind. My financial situation is as tight as it ever has been, but I don't lose my peace. I'm quite sure that God, my Father, will settle the whole business once and for all. I want, Lord, to abandon the care of all my affairs into your generous hands. Our mother, your mother, will have let you hear those words now as in Cana. They have none. I believe in you. I hope in you. I love you, Jesus. I want nothing for myself. It's for them. Perhaps there are many times when we need to make this prayer our own. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance.
6: Lord, make haste to help me.
10: ways are holy, what God can compare with our God. Oh God, all, all your ways are holy, what, what God, God can
6: compare
8: with our God. God. I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God that he may hear me.
10: In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing, my soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted.
8: You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night, I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned.
10: Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion?
8: I said, this is what causes my grief. That the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds.
10: Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph.
8: The water saw you, O God, The water saw you and trembled the depths were moved with terror the clouds poured down rain the skies sent forth their voice your arrows flashed to and fro
10: your thunder rolled around the sky your flashes lighted up the world the earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters and no one saw your footprints.
8: You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron.
10: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
8: as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and
10: will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you
9: established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously... You confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All All
6: your your ways ways are are holy. What what God God can compare compare with our God?
8: My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My My heart heart leaps up up with joy joy to the the
10: Lord,
6: for he humbles humbles only only to exalt exalt us.
10: My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God.
8: I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God.
10: Speak boastfully no longer nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds.
8: The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes.
10: The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the nether world; He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts.
8: He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage.
10: For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered.
8: The Most High and heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed.
10: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart, My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, the for he humbles, humbles only to, to exalt us. us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice.
8: The Lord, Lord is King, King. Let, let the, the earth, earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right.
10: A fire prepares his path, it burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight.
8: The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory.
10: Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him.
8: Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord.
10: For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits.
8: The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked.
10: Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name.
8: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning,
10: beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men, you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is King. King. Let Let the earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the Letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution? or hunger, or nakedness, or danger, or the sword. Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord.
6: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
10: I will bless the Lord all my life long. I I will bless bless the Lord all my life life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I will bless bless the Lord all my my life life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all
7: the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He
10: has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. and to guide our
7: feet into the way of peace.
10: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy
7: Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen.
10: Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life.
9: Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with His Church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord.
7: Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain Remain with with us, Lord.
9: We dedicate this day to you as an offering.
7: Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain
9: Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day
7: that we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Lord.
9: May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips.
7: And may we always act in accordance with your will.
9: Remain Remain with with us, us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father.
6: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done
7: on earth as it is in heaven.
6: Give us this day
7: our daily bread,
10: and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass trespass against against us. And and lead us not not into temptation,
7: but deliver us from evil.
8: Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin.
1: Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and
0: live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org.